Wow, that exploding head means one thing. That means we are back in the captain's quadrant in the agony booth. It's one of my favorite things, and I love that scream. Ah! So I put it on my soundboard. <laughs> Is that why it was going on forever? That's what I wanted. <laughs> You're banned from the soundboard, Joe. Oh, Buddy, no, like break one of his fingers, please. Oh, the yes. only way to stop it. <laughs> well, welcome back to the Captain's Quadrant. I'm your host, Captain Joe Dove. If you are visiting for the first time from Trek Long Island, I appreciate you coming and joining us today. And I appreciated your fun shares with me on the video. And you'll be able to see that on Saturday. But I would like to not be remiss and introduce my wonderful co-hosts, Jason Squared, Jason Roy Gaston, and VHS Jace, uh, Spectrum Sanctum Overlord, and there's something about Harry. <laughs> They're always having fun with these names. And yes. we have a very special guest this week. This is Philip Bryan. Welcome aboard. Hello. Welcome Hello. aboard. You want to Glad say, to be uh, here. Want to say a few things about yourself and your channel and all those fun things? Oh, my name is uh, Philip Bryan. I my handle on YouTube is this Philip Bryan. I host a show called Matters With, where we discuss novels, books, or novels and books—the same thing. <laughs> uh, uh, documentaries, television shows, and movies with you. All right, fantastic, fantastic. There's also quite a bit of Trek on there. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's why we pulled you in because uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we have we we're like minded when it comes to Star Trek Six. So I was like, hey, you want to come on? Uh, let us hop into the synopsis of this Agony Booth episode. <laughs> Star Trek Voyager, favorite son. Ensign Kim's DNA changes, bringing with it memories of the region, while a planet of alien women claim he, ha he him as a favorite son returning home to mate. My. Just like a salmon. <laughs> Just like a salmon. <laughs> Oh man, this episode. You know, the more I think about it, he really is like a salmon in this episode. Because he, gets this, he gets this urge to go home. His his physical appearance changes. Yeah. And yeah, he just wants to spread his little his little hairy eggs all over the place. And he was like Trill-esque. It was like really? this kind of was. The knockoff of the trill early on. I mean, it's cheap yeah. makeup, you know. Yeah, there, yeah. How can we make an alien look like an alien without spending a whole lot of money? Someone yeah. get oh, the this... magic markers. Yeah, exactly. This whole episode's about not having a lot of money, I think. <laughs> it, was, it was so, like, the very first, the intro and, like, maybe the first 10 minutes were so good. And it was like, oh, this is, maybe it's not so bad. Because, you know, it's been years since I rewatched Voyager. And, you know, we're going to get into what WTF did we just watch. Let's do that. Oh, speaking oh of hairy eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but the more I see that clip, this is more exactly how I feel after watching. Yeah. Episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with uh, Jason Roy Gaston. What WTF did we just watch? Oh, we watched what could have been a really great episode. Yeah. If they had not. I don't know. You know, sometimes the runner kind of blows it at the finish line they slow down or they kind of stumble a little bit this episode was leading the pack it had its hands out t-posing as it was getting ready to cross the finish line tripped over its own feet went off the track and hit a busload of nuns and orphans and exploded them all oh um, wow, it was wow. such a fumble i loved the way this episode started out i was like yes it drops us almost right into the action where it almost feels like we missed two minutes of the episode starting out and right there you're already kind of off kilter wondering what's going on and then harry kind of goes a little nuts and starts firing the phasers at these friendly aliens that show up incidentally this is the most chill bridge i've ever seen <laughs> harry's just sitting there firing phasers janeway and tuvok and chakotay are just standing there just looking at him going Harry, no, <laughs> don't. Like, get the spray bottles. If this had been Kirk's Enterprise, he would have been over there himself grabbing Chekhov by the lapels, like, you know, throwing them off, taking it over. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like the, the, the bridge crew could have been a little bit more proactive. Uh, but yeah, I dug the mystery. Um, even though I don't feel that this is a very good episode, this... <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I did it. I finally I finally got Cosmic Mom. <laughs> um, uh, even though I don't feel that this was a very strong episode, I think it was a very good Harry Kim episode, a character who I believe VHSJ said last week is a very underserved character on Voyager. It's also the best acting that we've seen out of Garrett Wong in a very long time. And there's mm -hmm. many things I kind of wish would have carried on for this episode. But as we all know, arc based television bad whenever Rick Berman is in charge. Mm -hmm. And that is, oh. yeah, WTF Shots did fired. we just watch? Shots fired. Yes. All right. Philip. He knows where well, to find me. <laughs> I think that I agree the cold open was pretty good. But I think it started to lose steam well, well before the finish line. I'm mm. watching this, and I hadn't seen this episode in a long time. I mean, a long time, maybe 20 years. Like, it had been a long time since I'd seen this episode. And I, I started, I was like, I don't really remember this very well. Then we get into it, and I'm like, am I watching an episode of Buck Rogers? It's some <laughs> sort of 1970s sci-fi 13-year-old boy fantasy going on here. This is not... It reminds me of episodes of Buck Rogers where he'd be taken captive by that beautiful woman in charge of whatever the Armada was and held there. It just didn't make a a, a lot of sense to me. And there were moments where I wanted to look at, at Ensign Kim and say, we thought you was a toad. Because it just... <laughs> when he started talking about the sirens, it reminded me of um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. <laughs> I am the man of constant sorrow. <laughs> I've seen trouble. I'll kick you oh, out of this room. Sorry, you, you just you started the bluegrass thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm like Bender. I'm gonna be just <laughs> go be running around the mountain. All right, yeah. I didn't like it. No, like, no. Well, look, uh, to basically go on what I was saying before, I, it is a cheap episode. And I get the feeling, and I'll go back to the writer's room, always use the example. Someone had a board of really great cold opens. That's mm. all they had. So they've decided to grab a really good concept, a cold open of deja vu. Because it's an interesting idea that that you are instinctively doing things and you don't know why. That is great. Um, but that's where they left it. The episode for me works. The moment we see the shot of the planet, it's over for this episode <laughs> for me. It goes completely into TOS territory with really misogynistic stereotypes, male and female. Um, so I'm just thinking it's episode 20, season three. Producers got, we have no money, people. No money, not even enough to buy and pay for a new writer to come in and write it. Let's just work with what we've got. Because you think about it, you've got one prosthetic makeup, a little bit of other makeup, a couple of CGI shots, and then everything else is just inside, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so it is, it is kind of a cheap episode. I will also agree with Jason in regards to Garrett Wong. His performance was very strong in this. Um, and... Uh, Jason, I think you're being a bit unfair to say it's his best performance. I think he's consistent throughout the series. It's for some reason, they just take a giant dump on Harry Kim as a character. I think I even asked you yesterday about, you know, did they have promotions in Voyager? Because it's always bugged me that he was never promoted. And you confirmed, Jason, yes, people have been demoted and promoted. Yes. So they just continue to take a dump on poor Harry. Garrett Wong tells a story where he went to Rick Berman and said, why hasn't Harry Kim been promoted yet? And Rick Berman apparently told him, well, somebody has to be the ensign. Wow. Day player. No, they day don't. Player. <laughs> Miles O'Brien him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. that's right. Forever chief. Forever in our hearts. Forever chief. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said earlier, I, I felt like this started out really strong. I thought it was going to go someplace really cool. And I was like thinking because it's been so long since I've seen it, maybe I judged it poorly. And then I got to the um, set of strange new worlds, let's say uh, strange new 50 shades of Harry. And ah. <laughs> I was like, where's this going? And then uh, my lady comes in the room with our science officer. And it was like, she's like, what are you watching? Is this like, a fan nothing romance nothing novel. <laughs> what this is weird who wrote this <laughs> so it just falls off the rails and then 
you know, Harry gets pummeled and we're thinking, okay, <laughs> this is so was gonna say, I, I didn't see that scene, but it alluded to him getting pummeled. Yeah, he was he was they were starting to beat him with those uh paddles, I thought yes. for sure. It was paddles <laughs> again. It is a very specific, it's appealing to a very specific demographic yeah, there. I, I like to call this the uh the the killer stick chick episode. <laughs> killer stick chick. Where they they like couldn't that. even afford like phaser fire, so they just hit him with sticks. Yeah. Because I did you notice? I don't know if it's just me. Maybe Philip can jump in here too. Did they change the way the transporter uh, CGI it looked, looked different? It looked it different. Did, yeah, right? it looked different. There was a lot changed in this because the 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 episode we saw. Because after I watched this, I thought, let me look at this up. It's not the episode that was planned or that was written. Ooh. So maybe there there were maybe you're right. There were budgeting issues. But then when there's budgeting issues, you should do a bottle episode where everything takes place on the ship versus this really just bad episode. Like it's <laughs> it's it, they, they change the entire ending. It is not. I mean, and the plot was supposed to be a continuous plot for the character of Harry uh, if to, to give him a, uh, an arc that he was actually going to be an alien. And they just nixed that idea. Mm. I'm glad I did, actually. I kind of like the arc would have been kind of fun. I, I agree. I think that it would have been a really good thing to have on the show. Yeah. But I, I no. think I kind of know why they didn't do it. Because he still wouldn't get promoted? Well, this is also <laughs> the... <laughs> I make yes, fun of uh, This is around the edge, the end of the third season. Mm -hmm. And the executive producers knew that they were about to cut a character. Oh, and I know right. that they were debating it was either going to be Kess or Harry Kim. Oh, really? And that's oh, right. Yeah, Garrett Wong and his agent did something I think kind of brilliant to to save the character. And uh, his agent lobbied really hard to get him named as one of the top 100 most attractive people in Hollywood. Oh. And so he got the, he got his picture. I think it was in either Time or People magazine. People. Yeah, People does. And uh, I know. that that is basically why we still have Harry Kim and we lost Kess. Wow, that's a fun nugget, man. Can that's... I just say about Kess? She has a tiny little moment in this episode. Yeah, and she's the moment like a I saw her, I, I am went, here. <laughs> yeah, but it's that moment. She just had a tiny moment. I thought. That's when Kess was at her best. Being that kind of... No, no, not in screen time. Just in how she was I got Okay, but okay, I have. A, I actually have a note about that small Kess. Okay, Kess shows up, talks to Harry, and Harry says, "You're right," and then leaves. Yeah. And exactly. that whole conversation was so useless yeah. and added nothing to the plot. You could tell they added it because they had to take something else out that was going to cost them more money. So it was like, <laughs> oh, let's put Jennifer Lee in her makeup and have her give Harry a pep talk. Well, Harry, don't feel that way. You're right. <laughs> this is probably where the actress was getting a bit problematic, too, wasn't around this period. That was I think have so. But, you know, her. I'm I'm going to I'm going to defend Jennifer Lynn. Um, She was going through some stuff. Mm. Oh. Uh, she went through some stuff and it, I, a big advocate for, for mental health and taking care of your mental health. And we see what yeah. it does to people whenever they don't. Mm -hmm. right. And, um, I, I know we haven't heard from her in quite a long time. I mm. hope she got the help that she needed. Uh, I liked Kess. I like Jennifer Lynn. I really hope that she's okay now. It's a shame because if that show was made today, the support the studio and everyone would have given her would have been far more because even in the late 90s, we as mm -hmm. a society in the Western world didn't really have a handle on how to you know, treat that properly. Yes, it, it's a huge stigma. And mm. I, I'm glad it did not. I know it kind of knocked her down. I'm glad it didn't beat her because no. it could have easily done that as well. And it would have been. I, I always like Kess uh, and the Doctor's relationship quite a lot. Oh, for I loved it. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of issues with the poor lady, and I just think that um, it it was the a, a victim of the time because, like you said, that that was nail on the head. If that happened today, they would have really. The, well, the other the, thing is, like Harry Kim, they didn't know how to really trick, handle her as a character. Yeah, and fans are cruel. They're yes. cruel people. Yeah. Yes. Yep. The Kess and the doctor's relationship, the that is the only storyline that she had that I ever really 
liked at all. Like I, and in fact, and I'm, I know I'm not alone in this. Anything the doctor was involved in in Voyager Gold. just made it better. Yeah. Gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's There's a scene in this episode, particularly where he's explaining and how it's basically all a hoax, right? Mm-hmm. And it's this performance. He's delighted that he has all this news. If you actually watch it, he's almost smiling as he's delivering this information. And I had to laugh at that because it's like the doctor being very proud of himself that he was able to do this. And that's what I loved about Robert Picardo's performances yeah. were always nuanced in a way. And uh, yeah, it's great, isn't he? There and it's an episode it. that really highlights the MVPs of that series. In this episode, because it's so clear that Janeway and Robert and Robert Picardo so stand above everyone else in regards mm-hmm. to them nailing their own characters. Right, right. There's an enthusiasm to everything Robert Picardo did mm. on Voyager that was just fantastic. I, I, I just, I know this is a Harry Kim episode. I just gotta say, Robert Picardo was awesome in every oh, episode. Yeah. There's Robert always Picardo. that one actor on every show that just. Anytime they're in a scene, they just light up the room, and he mm. he is he is Voyager's spotlight. Just just mm, he comes yeah. in and just light just flows around him. And yeah, yeah, I, I I I love even the bad Doctor episodes. I just love them just because of his performance. And it's it's funny because even in a room with a hundred two hundred other people, he's still the biggest light in the room. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I did some conventions for the past two weeks, and I met him. Had the opportunity to meet him and it was it was really nice it was just like funny and he got into like different aspects of theater and everything and he was it was a highlight for sure i um, met robert and michael dorn at oh. the same time they were together uh they were it was i i'm such a big you know tng fan and uh, uh, wharf and spock are my two favorite characters in all of trek and michael dorn asked me where a good Italian restaurant or an Olive Garden was. And I remember saying, and Robert Picardo was standing right next to him, and I said, do you want a good Italian restaurant or do you want an Olive Garden? And this yeah. is also <laughs> Oklahoma. And, and Michael Dorn chuckled, but Robert Picardo you know, smiled big. And I was like, yeah, so I'm making Worf and the Doctor laugh here. Hey, this, was, this was over 30 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What a great yeah. moment, man. That's great. yeah. I, I tried I, to I've crack told that a... story so many times. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to crack a joke to Brent Spiner, and I flubbed it so badly that I probably just turned red and like took my autograph and left. <laughs> I couldn't Curious. even. Tell, I couldn't even tell Brent Spiner my name when I spoke to him. My, uh, could you? Say, uh, you like, you, yeah, you, you live. Old once. You live too. <laughs> you, <laughs> you boilered it. Yeah, yeah, I boilered it for sure. Well, say, this was... I said I met Crocodile Dundee once because we get no track actors down here. Mate. <laughs> That's not enough. That's I, not I'm still curious whether Australia's a prison colony in the future, isn't it? Like, yeah, I think was... so. I think it went re- reverted back to a prison colony. Yeah, reverted back to a prison colony. Yeah. Like, what it's, the hell? It's yeah. like New York City and Escape from New York. They've just walled yeah. off. Yeah. Oh. It's being run by kangaroos and, you know, the, the whatever the most venomous snake is that week. Remember, true story. We lost a war against emus here. So. <laughs> well, yeah, Look they're terrifying. Up. Yeah, I, I think I would lose to them, too. They're pretty scary. I've actually driven a long one and then going at full speed with faster than the four-wheel drive I was in. I was going 80 Ks or whatever. Oh, my God. That's 40 miles per hour. Jesus. Yeah, 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 mate. They were banking it. Oh, my God. Well, You silly Australians with your made-up units of speed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, kilometer. The metric system. It's wacky. Don't you know that we measure measure our speed around here by constitutions and freedoms? You can right. sing glorious songs of battles with the emu, along with the Klingon <laughs> yes. versus the Tribbles. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm going to say hello to our friends here in the chat room. We've got mm. Cosmic Mom. Hi, Mom. Hello. hello. And then we've got Nita saying hello to Cosmic hello. Mom. Hello, our sci-fi queen, queen mother. Queen she's probably going to beat me for that, but yeah. sci-fi queen mother. Well, she's going to beat hey, you anyways. It's fine. Sarah is here saying hello. And then hello. my church. Uh, hi, Cozy. How are you? Thanks. I'll be back in church Sunday. Yes, I will be. We have a Sunday. church watching. We need to be on our best behavior. Hello, boys. How are you guys? We are well. My mother says hello to Philip. Now, mom, don't hit on Philip. Okay. 
uh, <laughs> uh, yes, he was a salmon. He yes. was a salmon for sure. Yeah. Um, that was a good point. Why didn't Tuvok stun him or something? It was just he like, wouldn't had to just walked over there and punched him. I mean, come on, he's <laughs> got worked. he's got that crazy Vulcan strength. He's basically the the equivalent of a gorilla. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> a very calm gorilla. When did this air originally? This sounds like a nineties cocaine <laughs> stream. Ninety seven. Ninety seven. You was right Cosmic on Mom on cocaine? <laughs> Joe, that would not, explain so much I will about you. Look, can I? This is a great segue for me. Can I? A lot of people have been asking me what's going on with Teddy. So yes. I run my yes. segment. It's yes. that time. Now, last time we saw Teddy uh, was stuck on a island, remember? Making yes. sweet love to the Wilson ball. Yeah. We don't have to show again. Thankfully, I don't know what you did, Joe, but you got him stateside again, which is yep. wonderful. Um, but sending him to Vegas probably was a poor <laughs> choice. He's probably coming with me. Uh, for yeah, I don't know. But I don't think you were paying attention because I think the boy likes to party a bit much. Uh -oh. So you may have to <laughs> look after him. Oh, no. So oh, that's wow. what I mean. Like, he's doing coke, oh, man. Yeah. Look out, uh, I'm just thankful it wasn't off strippers, you know, breasticles or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. It's, it's but like everything in bear. Vegas. Yeah. Like he had one of those nights. But I don't know if you're aware now because – when you have a crazy night at Vegas, this eventually happens. So <laughs> just let you know he's married to a chihuahua named Charlene. I believe she has eight pups. Nice. So um, I'm just wishing the happy nuptials. Best of luck. So Thank you. Yeah. That was it for this completely useless spot called <laughs> this. In real time, that was a moment Philip went, why did I come on this show? <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, is are the Teddy Adventures, are they like TOS where all these horrible things happen and you didn't carry any of the emotion into the next the next episode? Oh, or yeah. Like, like Discovery where you Teddy's... carry everything to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, everything's kind of coming forward. He is still um, a right-wing Scientologist with a bit of a drug dependency issue. <laughs> so it's more see. like uh, it's more like Deep Space Nine where you can like betray the entire crew and become evil and the next week you're welcome back into the fold. Yeah, yeah. totally. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, Anything yeah. can happen with Teddy. Yeah, very true. Very true. Uh, there's a really good comment here from Sarah. What happens in Vegas gets shown by the agony booth. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Only if you're Teddy, all right? Yeah. Because this is the thing, Philip, where Teddy is apparently beloved, all right? Yes. So everyone, oh, he's such a cute dog and all that. I call bullshit. I know he's got a dark side. I've spent the last few weeks showing his dark side, and I will continue to. So, uh in Teddy's yeah. defense, though, he is kind of leaning away from evil and just more into shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is, you know, I'm wishing him the best of luck. I think this is a journey of redemption for Teddy more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, this mm. is the turning point. You got to hit mm. rock bottom, you, you know, marry below before your you, Yeah, before you climb back up to the top. That's and this right, is Battle Cats, apparently. This is her favorite part of the show, is Teddy Watch. <laughs> yeah, apparently. yeah. She's got issues, I believe, with Teddy, which we'll discover in the next few weeks, I think. Oh, so. interesting. What interesting. did you do? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is us... a Star Trek show. We better start talking yeah, about yeah, Star let's, Trek. Yeah, yeah. Just getting into that. Uh, redeeming features. Redeeming features. It looks like gold. Tastes like gold. It is gold. <laughs> All right, this is the section of the show where we bring up the good qualities of this episode because there is no bad track, just really boring ones or very silly ones. Jason Roy Gaston, we are again going to start with you and then Philip. Okay, well, I think that the redeeming feature of this episode was it was Garrett Wong as Harry. Um, I liked the Harry Kim in this episode. I wish we'd seen more of him. He was assertive. He was angry. I wish we'd seen more of that because it, it would make sense that Harry Kim would that's teddy. that's teddy he's teddy. just been watching he's gone what the f is he I don't know, up about I don't know me i don't know i don't know where that cocaine is I don't know. <laughs> uh okay 
as I was saying, trying to make this a Star Trek show again, <laughs> uh, I liked, it would make perfect sense that Harry would become more angry and resentful the longer it took Voyager to go home, because this is a young man who's been taken away from his family, been taken away from a blossoming career, because he was fresh out of the Academy. His first first trip out into space, he gets yeeted to the other side of the universe. <laughs> He would be upset, and I like that we got to see it in this episode where he is upset and he is more uh, assertive and he's not taking any crap from people in this episode. It was a few wonderful fleeting moments, and I liked it. I liked mm. what I saw. I really think that being such an underserved character, he there was no reason to underserve him this much because Garrett Wong has the acting chops and the the building blocks were there. They just never used them. So that's my redeeming feature here is Garrett Wong is Harry Kim. Some of his I best think, I his think best he scenes. agrees. He's pretty happy with yes. that, what you just said there. Yeah. All yeah. right, Philip. I, I think I mentioned that the doctor was already, like we already covered that. But I also mm. want to say that the Tom and Harry stuff was good. It's only a little bit at the end, but it, it was nice to, to see that he says, why Tom saying, I look up to you, Harry, instead of the other way around. I appreciated that. I think they always have good scenes together. And I appreciate that Harry Kim is true blue Starfleet. I'm kind of a sucker for true blue Starfleet guys. Maybe that's why I love Captain Pike so much, because when he's like, no, my loyalty is to Starfleet and my crew and my right. family. And like, I like that. So that, those were the redeeming features because you're right. There's a lot of stuff that, that, was bad the guest acting was pretty awful <laughs> I, I got hold on i gotta say because i made a i made a note here um patrick fabian is tamon the the other guy the only other guy on the planet right. apparently um i liked that actor because he played him with charisma and charm while still being a bit of a pig mm. i really appreciated that and i found Sorry, out what did you say guy, the name of the actor was his name is patrick fabian so he it's was not a, Anakin Skywalker from. No, it's Anakin not Anakin Skywalker, Skywalker. Right. and he's, okay. he's actually checking. a uh, he's actually high ranking in the Screen Actors Guild right now. And as I oh. say every week, Hollywood, pay your damn writers and absolutely let's support our writers. writers. The, Patrick, uh, the, the actor should be yes. Yeah, uh, Pat, you're right. Patrick did a good job. I was thinking more of the stick girls. There yes, were some the, the killer really, stick. They were awful, were heinous. Yes, and Patrick. He is in one to two episodes of almost every series from the 90s. <laughs> he really oh, is. Wow. That's funny. All right. Vinny he plays just, about the same guy. Yeah. I just oh, love okay. the way that every time he talked about, yeah, Harry, you should get three wives, too, if you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Harry, me and my, we're going to get joined tomorrow if you uh, know what I mean. It just seemed like every single line needed to be followed by, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I just, I just found it very charming and yeah, piggish, yeah. yes. VHS Chase. Look, I had the mystery I kind of dug. And, and I laughed at the moment when Harry goes to find Anakin, because I'm calling him Anakin. I don't care. <laughs> um, when he goes to find Anakin and we see this, <laughs> to me, I laughed out loud at the concept that everyone thinks they're getting, you know, it's going to be a very sensual experience and basically they just suck the life out yeah well you they suck them dry literally they, yeah and i've been married in almost 30 from, years so i know so, exactly I mean, what they're saying so. i just love the fact that with the blindfold right there he looks like the uh he you looks like the what, he looks like the guy in the waiting room in beetlejuice <laughs> he <laughs> does right. man he does, he does. yeah that's you a want to figure out i'm trying to yeah. quit it <laughs> but it is kind of brave that they bring in these BDSM elements to it. BDSM, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they really, it's highly sexualized. I think that's probably one of the big problems, isn't it? It's the stereotypical sexualization yeah, of it's the women. Poor, it's... And, and the goofiness of a man who's just blindly into it, you know? Yeah. He has that moment where he's that girl sitting in and going back, getting married, and he's like, three Oh, yeah. Like, no red flags, buddy. Like, yeah. not a too good to be true type of scenario here. Right. No. Um, so yeah, like, but the it is it it definitely moves things backwards in regards to uh, females. 
Yep, sorry, I just like that pick. And, <laughs> and he's got stuff like boils coming out of him. Like, what happened? It looked like it was. I reckon that's where most of the money of the budget went. On yeah, that thing. Oh yeah. No, they just they just found that thing in storage. Like, put a blindfold on it. We don't have time. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Was it just me, or did everyone in this episode, Janeway, Tuvok, Chakotay, mm. none of them were asking the pertinent questions? Because whenever they go down there to the planet and they're like, yes, we take our fetuses across the galaxy and put them on other planets. Not a single one of them, just not, none of them, not a one said, why? How'd you do that? Yeah. yeah. How, 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 how did you get them all the way to Earth? Yeah. yeah. So you're committing like the, intergalactic rape, basically, multiple times. Pretty much. Times. But more importantly, how did you get them to Earth and can we use that? Yeah. Oh, yes. Keep, yeah. keep Harry. It's fine. You can have Harry. Just give us your technology. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. Get on the Earth real quick. Yeah, Get but no it. one seems suspicious about the red flags. As a matter of fact, the only one who really seemed suspicious was the doctor, and that is why he was so full of himself. Like, oh, I figured out some for y'all did, yeah. jobs. And That's I'm a hologram. I don't even have my mobile emitter yet. That's how bad y'all suck. He's just awesome, though. He can get away and do anything he wants. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. All right. Bill, anything Dude, else? I thought we already mean? talked about the redeeming qualities. Yeah, oh. we've already done that. Yeah. We've yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any more. Right. Come, <laughs> Come on, man. Captain. I can talk about other bad things. I mean, it's exactly <laughs> written. I think I'm going to go watch Timeless now to to get a Harry Kent episode that is good <laughs> yeah, and cleanse the palate. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. it is kind of ironic because the next episode played for a few seconds after this one was done because I kind of went into a catatonic coma. coma. <laughs> and it's actually the best, one of the best Kess episodes, which is um, before and after. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, we get... We That's got some... Voyager in a nutshell, though, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, exactly. it's a lottery here. It's... Yeah, there's no consistency over six or seven episodes in regards to quality. I just yeah. burped. I hope nobody heard that. Don't worry. We'll okay. we'll, we'll play that in the, the, yeah. the highlight reels later on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do we have a commercial? Uh, not this right. week, Joe, but we have a oh. very special message this week to oh. our number one fan. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. The sun will shine, the flowers bloom, the birds will sing a song for you. Happy birthday to you. Yay. Happy birthday to Cosmic Mum. She has been a number one fan. She watches all of our stuff. And most of it's garbage, but she still <laughs> watches really it are. and still gets engaged. So we absolutely love her and we wanted to wish her a happy birthday. But Joe, there is somebody else having a birthday this week. Yeah, there's another special If I put person. that amount of effort for Cosmic Mum, I suppose I better put effort for this man down here who's turning, I believe, 75 in two oh, days. Oh, no. I remember when television was made out of rocks and we had little marmosets on the inside. Oh. So here's my birthday message to Jason. They call her the cat lady. People say she's crazy just because she has a few dozen cats. But can anyone who loves animals that much really be crazy? Happy birthday, buddy. I don't throw my cats. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't like it. You are the crazy cat lady, though. I, I am the crazy cat lady, but I, I, I think I've actually found homes for many of them now. So oh, there you I'm, I'm going to go from having a a butt ton of cats to only a butt load of cats. There we go. So an army to a militia. Yes, yeah. it's, a, it's an army to a militia, but yeah. it's a very effective militia. <laughs> All right, so it's time. It's It's time. time. We got it. It's time to spin that wheel, Joe. In the wheel of agony. Let's do it. All right. Here we this go. Such over dramatic music for that. that. Hey, it's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Here we go. This wheel we, has yeah. no honor. Now, right, so, 
Some of the let's, let's make it this clear. Why, what is Favorite Son still doing there? You guys are is falling it? down on your job. I have. So let's let's get into the secret sauce here a bit. And oh, let's, my God. oh, no. We're getting into our sauce. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, no, not everybody's going to be doing a wheel of agony. <laughs> oh, here we go. See you later. It's gone, right? There we go. Bye, killer stick chicks. Fantastic. All right. Um, no more now, what that means, though, is we're not adding many more in at this point because we want to try to even the ledger. Hold on. Those blue slices. Do you have best of both worlds on the wheel of agony? Yes, because the but blue the blue means... indicate a slice of ecstasy, Phil. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So because we got to the show, point, glasses. That's what I was trying to. He was like, "Wait, hold up!" I was like, "Hold on." On this show, we do ecstasy. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh wait. <laughs> Occasionally, <laughs> when we get a chance, we haven't done ecstasy yet, though. Let's. Oh let's we're thinking about doing ecstasy every week. <laughs> All right, so as you can see, the more we're taking away from the bad episodes, we're not adding any more in because you're trying to eventually watch a good episode. So yeah. are you ready? Go. Anyone have a, a pick? Anyone has one they desperately don't want to land on, on here? Um, Sub Rosa is right up there. Card for Do not Sub, Sub Rosa is hilarious. Ugh. Coda, I remember watching Coda and being so bored with it, and I would rather have an episode that's bad than boring. Mm. Yeah. I just mm. I I don't want to watch the hide and seek one from Picard. Uh, Sub Rosa's meme, it's meme famous. Yeah, because yeah. the episode is so hard for me to watch. I'm like, yeah. you know, the memes are way better than the episode. Let's face it. <laughs> right. right. I like. All right, the, let's do I like it. The Irish planet, though, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I suppose you know, being a little bit Irish, I am. I was a little bit offended. Like, Wait, you're a leprechaun. Yeah, I've got a little bit of Irish in me. Wow. Well, I plan on later tonight. I don't. Oh. I'm only kidding. I was um, going to say, I don't think that drinking Irish beer counts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Look, let's just spin this wheel. Eating Lucky <laughs> Charms does not count. <laughs> Here we go, guys. Where it lands, who knows? I mean, oh, I oh, know. oh, 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 oh. No. Oh. Nope. Close. We are, oh, looks man. like we're headed back to Jeez, Enterprise. Hold on, Coach. It's been a long road. Get I don't know. Somebody gave me the list of this. I Whoa. love that episode. Well, here we you go. Got We've wish. got That's our one first controversy. That's one of the best Enterprise episodes. Really? You got well, yes. Somebody well, doesn't agree with you, buddy. I will so... all of you. Well, I didn't wow. choose it as a bad episode. Yeah, I left that up to the rest this. of my team. I think and that I'm was an Annie enjoy choice, all of you actually. being humbled by how I think it might have been Annie. Well, you're going to blame poor Annie. He's on the sick list. But it is your fault, Annie. So, yeah, totally. Yeah, now you Ooh, deserve what you got. Chase is getting angry now. I love this. We're going to watch this. That's hey, going to be a good one. Hey, we have a special guest for that episode. Yeah, we correct? got a very special announcement. We are going to be streaming next week yep. as opposed to being on our normal live schedule. And there's a reason for that. We're going to have... Sean Farrick as a special guest back in the wow. yeah. Sean Farrick will be returning. back this That's time. Right. Yeah. And if you uh, are new to Sean Farrick, you can watch our interview and then watch Who Culture. Well, back. Trek Culture ranked this episode we just watched as the fifth worst episode of Voyager ever. Wow. Maybe I'm thinking of a different episode, but isn't this the one where they run into the alien race who has like three genders and the no, 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 no. Oh, he said Voyager. He was meant to Voyager. The one we just oh, watched. Oh, this one. Yeah. She's fixated on this Enterprise episode. <laughs> it's like, gonna be a long week for us, Joe. I'll I'll try to be back and in the chat to 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 offer support <laughs> yeah. or it's not gonna points. help. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but there uh, you go. We're, we're, so, yeah, Sean Ferrick, who obviously, if you watch, know anything about Trek and you look at the internet, yeah. you know who he is. Yes. So yes. Uh, you'll have to let him know, Joe. You'll yeah, have to let yeah. Him know. I'll, I'll, I'll text him and then we'll get to that. You're going to text him and he's going to be like, are you bloody crazy? That episode. Who are you? you? Stop doing this. <laughs> Stop. I'm putting a restraining order out on you. I told you after the inappropriate picks, quit texting me. <laughs> <laughs> I never said anything terrible. It just made me puppy oh, picks. Maybe. Oh, puppy pics. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, That's a good euphemism. Okay. Yeah, puppy yeah. pics. Good work there, buddy. Everybody yeah. loves uh, my dog. Look, he we got one more segment. We can yeah, get out of here. We do. Yeah. No, it's not after. One more after. segment. <laughs> one more. It's time for stupid Star Trek questions. 
Oh, yes. I, I think we yeah, have the, two more segments because the stupid. The, I, there is aftermath after this, but this okay, is the most important segment, Philip. This is the, the, most the stupid Star Trek question: Is who put cogenitor on the? Shots fired. Okay, now this stupid Star Trek Danny, question. Everything I said about getting well soon, I take it back. Oh, oh that's oh, that's mean, horrible! Dude. Wow. All right. Well, let's hope this question lifts your spirits. Okay. What happens to the bodily fluid <laughs> oh, in the no. holodeck? Oh, wow. We have They're all class already. here at the Agony Booth, as you can see. Um, Jeez, it's hey, it's uh, a valid question. It's a valid question. Lieutenant know Barkley knows. Oh. Oh, Barkley. Yeah. Wow. We already have an answer, and it's canon. All right. Lower What's Decks that? covered it already. Oh, oh explain. They they have filters on the holodeck, and it's one of the worst jobs on the ship is to clean out the holodeck filters. Oh! <laughs> I have a Trek confession to make. What's that? Oh, no. I've only seen two episodes of Lower Decks. <gasps> oh, you need so that's just dumb. Before the Enterprise episode and now saying that, Philip, yes. we've lost him. <laughs> I've been offended on more episodes than I thought I more issues than I thought I could be offended on. Oh man. I, I admit it's a great that show, Philip. I, 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 I have a very good friend of mine who keeps telling me it's very good and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it more of a fair shake. I watched the first episode and didn't like it, and I'm like, oh, I don't really care for this. The first episode like is actually probably one the of the weakest. Yeah, yeah. after that it. it's just wonderful. Yeah. Then because I'm such a Deep Space Nine fan, I watched the Deep Space Nine episode and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna Give it another just, try. Just stare in awe of the pylons, Phil. Just stare in awe of the pylons. Well, you yeah. gotta binge Lower Deck so you can enjoy uh, the, Strange, the New uh, Strange New Worlds episode. Yeah. Those I will tell times. you, even only seeing having seen two episodes, I got the joke. Obviously, that yeah. Boimler is going to fangirl over Spock. Yeah, all day. Who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. Who would? absolutely. All right, can I close out this segment? Get into aftermath. So yeah, let's go. We can go and live better lives than what we're doing right now. <laughs> Join us next week for more stupid Star Trek questions. Really got to improve on that voiceover. All right, production for uh... <laughs> it is production value for no apparent reason. Yeah. All right, let's get into aftermath. Yeah. Now, why don't you go back to your quarters? I'll be along shortly to say hello. Get more oh, turned Derek. on by that clip every week we play. It, <laughs> it, is, it is somewhat, somewhat sensual, I have questions yes. to ask myself. Um, <laughs> it, there's right. no questions. It's Garrick. I mean, there's just you just look at him and you're just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Think All right, wrong. Jason, aftermath. Let's start with you. We're... Oh, no, he's going to start talking about this Enterprise episode again. <laughs> I promise I will not start talking about the Enterprise episode until I do. Mm. <laughs> um, I, I think that this episode fails in that it takes what could have been a great arc idea for Harry and something that could have been expanded on for seasons after that. Basically, just realizing you're not who you are and how that how that affects him and his place on board the ship, I feel that that was introduced, and then it was taken away in kind of a cowardly manner because we Rick Berman did not want Voyager to be arc based; he wanted it to be episodic. Which you know, Ron Ron D. Moore went off and did Battlestar Galactica, where the ship got more trashed every episode. And I remember watching Battlestar, despite the fact that it did have some you know glaring negatives towards the end. Just looking at that pile of junk ship just thinking that's what voyager could have been yeah you know just just barely being held together by duct tape and, yeah. and well wishes right. i just feel like i i almost feel like it, garrett wong was not the only one who was being disrespected i kind of feel like the audience was being disrespected mm. that we were being spoon-fed information at, we were being spoon-fed story points as well and i think that the biggest the biggest perpetrator of this was the scene where he was and this is going to sound bad to anybody who has not seen this episode where he's tying up the women. 
<laughs> because his plan was so obvious. <laughs> of course, you've got a screen cap of that. She's into it. Yeah, yeah she's like, she's it was. It was just such a such an obvious plan, and they just draw the scene out, and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I they could have right played there. it for laughs. They could have, you know, made it look like Harry Kim was falling towards the dark side and was like ready ready to you know get get some hot alien tail and then have them turn around and like run out while they're tied up but i don't know i almost feel like that they did not respect the audience enough to do anything more cerebral than what they did and as a result we got the killer stick chicks episode where everything falls apart at the end mm. and <laughs> good sticks they are good sticks and uh of course ethan phillips in the last scene you know I'm Neelix and I'm also here. <laughs> I'm getting my paycheck for this episode. That's right. That's right. Philip. I think that uh, most of the characters in this episode, these were filmed as leftover scenes from other episodes. They're like, oh, we have this episode coming up. We need you to film this scene and we're going to plop it in later. They were from <laughs> two months earlier. because wow. it, didn't, it didn't fit together. Uh, I think you're right that the reason this wasn't a story arc is because they didn't know who was going to be in the cast for season four because they were going to make casting changes. That was a good observation. And I want to know if this episode was written during a previous writer's strike because it doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. It would have been a very interesting way to remove Harry from the cast, though. Yeah. I mean, they could have easily just said, yes, this is my place. I belong here. Best of luck on your journey. I'm I'm going to be making sexy times with these hot babes back here. But that would have been a whole new complaint because like you finally give them something interesting to do, an interesting character arc, and then you kick them off the ship. They did it with Kess. Yeah, yeah, true. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Harry's final scene? Like he's walking away with with the women on each arm as they're saying goodbye. It's a very emotional scene, and as he's leaving through the door, he looks at Tom uh, and goes, <laughs> "Yeah." So, what would make that even better, though, Jason? Is that cut to this? I think that would work perfectly. I think think we've established that in the 24th century, it's called Mornhub. 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 No, that's a completely different fetish. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like a snuff film by that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Shoot up and then babies come Uh, out. Harry leaves Voyager to join the FLDS. That would have been the episode. Uh, There you go. Yeah, it kind of makes me wonder in that episode where Captain Kirk fought the Gorn, were they fighting or was the Gorn trying to impregnate him? Because uh, I think that's the first time that Kirk has ever oh, fought yeah. against that. Yeah. That actually, oh. I'm going to go watch that scene again. That reframes it pretty. I mean, maybe the maybe the whole, maybe that's like, you know, making kissy sounds to a Gorn. Yeah, yeah. The Gorn turning Kirk into a breeding sack is... Well, it would explain why he put on a lot of weight towards the end of his career. Oh, uh, that they just couldn't blows. find their way out. <laughs> we got that skin of steel and William Shatner. All right, couldn't get just past the girdle. Yeah, um, you know, uh, what I think after this, I think Harry has mummy issues. That's what I think. Yeah, because his mum is mean, mean. in those dream sequences. I love the fact that he associates his mom with Captain Janeway, though. Oh, yes. I did like lo- that, that moment. That was so, I was like, what a yeah, great psychological point. observation. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. He, Captain Janeway is Harry's mommy right now. Yeah. Okay. And the only well, last negative I'm going to say about this episode is this is the worst stunt work ever for a serious accident. Is this moment here <laughs> where she's there, there's just a bit of air, and she just falls over. So it's well, Warf it's the, terrible. Worse than Wharf and the Barrel? Oh, that was pretty good. Oh, yeah, the Barrel was too. real, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, she just I, fell off camera. I gotta say, though, I really like Balan in this episode. I know I'm kind of backtracking here, but she was unusually pleasant in this episode. Yeah, and she I think she a, was high. She yeah, was she, on fentanyl or something. She had such a great sense of humor, and everything she said to Harry was <laughs> so sweet, and I was just like... I don't know. I I know that, and I I love Bolana. Please don't please don't get me wrong. But there was always this stereotype that to be a strong, assertive woman in the '90s, you had to be angry all the time. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like they did that with Bolana. I like Happy Bolana. Yeah, she had a good week. I think oh, that was yeah. a good week. She for would her. have never been as forgiving on that that uh, bridge <laughs> issue yeah. with Harry. He's like, I'm just going to do what I want, not follow orders. If yeah. if Seven had done that. 
Balana would have stabbed her. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Balana, I'm so sorry you got hurt. It's okay, Harry. I'm so high right now. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> exactly. You know Don't the doctor's got to the bring good a stuff. towel. <laughs> all right Jay, VHS, get Jay. us out of here get us out of here um are <laughs> we into, show joe yes are we, are we into our um rant segment no we, we, we've kind of missed rant he had his chance it's gone oh wow he's gonna have a rant i believe me next week you didn't have a rant organized did you jay sorry if we did forget that no okay see? see so we're all good but you know there's going to be double one next week now yeah, it's just time yeah. to shine. Yeah, it's actually going to be just a whole hour of his rant. <laughs> Chuff, Eric's like, did I bloody sign up for this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so don't uh, you dare sign off, Sean Farrick. I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Phil, for joining us. I hope you had hold a on, bit of fun. hold on. Oh, go for it. <laughs> Are we not going to talk about the Strange New Worlds trailer? Oh yeah! Oh well, we can absolutely. We could absolutely talk about yes. one of the great. I know we mentioned it earlier, but their latest mm. trailer. Uh, look, I am such a mark for Strange New Worlds because it's the crew of the Enterprise exploring, and I am so excited for season two. I think I watched that trailer six times. That's all I got to say. Looks awesome, and it might get me to watch Lower Decks faster, like you said. Wow! You, start watching you know what now. I love about that trailer is the visuals. I love, They're like, I'm a big beautiful. fan of like 1970s sci fi novel covers. Like, I love right. that artwork. And they specifically, in a few moments in that trailer, do something straight out of that. I just love the fact they're really leaning into that art style of that period. Um, yeah, it looks great. I, though, I will say in the poster that came out, there is somebody missing, and that's the new engineer. So I get the vibes that she ain't going to make it kind of by the she end. She has two seconds. In the new trailer, two seconds in the trailer, and not on the main poster. She's yeah, a goner. Right. I just, goner. yeah, Carol Kane is retires and be in like three episodes. She's gonna walk yeah. out. They're gonna say, you know, Chief Engineer Kane, you're the only one who can save us. What should we do? And she's gonna go and then like explode. <laughs> yeah, because this is Spinal Tap with engineers, basically. Yeah, exactly. yeah. drummers now. Yeah. Yeah. Before you look born, get her too. Like, oh, oh, go in the guard, just kill. Oh me. gosh, what if she's with Uhura? And like this is how Uhura is oh, no. traumatized every season, is that she has to watch a she has to watch a new engineer die. Yeah. Oh my god, they killed, they killed the camera. It's just seven seasons of trauma after trauma for Uhura. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To how, the point where awesome. when, when Scotty shows up in the seventh season, she's like super <laughs> careful with him. She's like wrapping him in bubble tape and oh, everything. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, hence gotta, the attraction later on because she's like, You're still alive. I'm really turned on at this point. Okay, yeah. maybe it's me. I really liked the t I really liked the attraction between Uhura and Scotty in Star Trek. Yeah, yeah I was down I, for I, it. And they never they never followed up on it, but I was like, Yeah, oh, those, I was alluded to two, pretty heavily. Those two kids are good together. I like them. Hey, the packet of chips moment that when she brings a packet of chips from says it all fans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That could have been an intimate scene. Yes, that was enough. Yeah. Scotty, Scotty had been doing some level three diagnostics on her communications equipment. <laughs> if you, uh, if you know real, what I mean, real classy show, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. how about the, the look of joy that Ortega's has when she's in that ship coming? Oh, down? she loves her job, doesn't she? Oh my god, because she never gets to go on away missions. So now yeah. she's going on an away mission, and the look of like, yeah, let's do it. You know, like that excitement. I would. I like her. Ortega's. I wouldn't want to be in a car with her driving though. I love no. her to death, but I prefer not her to be a driver in a car. I mean, because we're getting a speeding ticket minimum. How about a although Spock in Chapel though? That's... I mixed feelings about that moment because I'm, you know, I'm. We don't know the between. we don't know, we don't the, know context. the context. Yeah, yeah. okay. We'll and go we with... know that we know Chapel's hot on Spock. She grocks. Didn't Spock, she say, so "Let's just go with it." Doesn't that the yeah. line she says? Yeah, and it. you know, I get is isn't this like seven years before a mock time? Yes, thinking, maybe mm -hmm. something might be going down. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Tapring is not available, and Chapel is, and she's only too well, happy. Tapring to finds out she's going to be to pissed. I can guarantee yeah. you that. <laughs> it would also give her a reason to, uh, you know. Do what she does later. I think, give her more. Well, I think there's a lot of room to play with the Spock Chapel stuff because 
the tension we have in TOS over Spock and Chapel is so palpable, but they never actually articulate what did or didn't happen. So right. I think there's some room in there. Yeah. Yeah. That's Absolutely. a good point. That's a great yeah, point. Good point. And that actress, you know, very sweet young Aussie girl. Bush. To represent. She's great. She's Australian? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. Half the people in Hollywood are Australian by now, which that's how we're taking Yeah, that's, over. you guys are slowly taking over. Mm. Yeah. The other half are Canadian. The other half are Canadian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, I, I really am curious to how they're going to play out the uh, Strange New Worlds crossover because it's like, how do they get there? Because they're in travel. Yeah, as but long it's, as it's not holodeck, I'm going to be happy. Oh, God. Yeah, if it's, I agree with uh, that statement. If it's oh, holodecks, we're gonna, I'm going to feel cheated. That, yeah. that, will, be, be. that will be, be the Borg. Time the Borg on Picard all over again. It'll be like, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see how it works out. Okay. That was not that bad. Yeah. But so you're saying time travel for sure. I think it's time oh. travel. Yeah. I think it's yeah, time I travel so. also. And it's going to be something so stupid that it could only come from lower decks. Yes. Oh. Because that's, it'll play a joke on itself about it being time travel. That's yeah, yeah. What makes lower deck so smart? They're very. We borrowed the bounty and went around the sun a bunch of times, and we. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a well, slingshot joke. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Picard season two, they talked about there was a line, there was a throwaway line where they talked about time travel, but they didn't have Spock, and he's kind of the expert on how time travel works. <laughs> there was like a throwaway line there, so I don't know if lower deck somehow ends up in the past and they're like well spock's here so we could go find spock and he'll figure oh, out how to send us that back. is <laughs> extremely good. the most logical thing that's been said all night here you I know think. what yeah. would you know it would be kind of funny if it was not just mariner and boimler but somehow the entire cerritos that got thrown oh, back in time oh that would be cool and what did i say Pike, to you yesterday Jason? and pike is just Pike is just like going crazy about how how advanced this ship is and what a beautiful technological marvel this is. And here's everybody on the Cerritos thinking they're on the junkiest ship on the fleet. They're just like, oh my gosh, Pike thinks we're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I would like the idea if if it does transport over to over there that he becomes animated form. Yes, I so think every that's, time they're on the ship, everyone's animated. Yeah, he's going to show up on the yeah. Yeah, he's okay. going to show up on their episode as animated and never okay. never explain it. Yes. Yeah. Never explain it, because I think that would make it even funnier. Mm -hmm. Or yep. you could do Roger Rabbit. That would have been another way to go with it. You could have, mm -hmm. but yeah. I think it would be cooler. Well, it was too opportunistic, because how often do you have the voice actors look exactly like the animated characters they're playing? Somebody thought ahead. Yeah, yeah. I think they so. They have to, didn't they? Because that was perfect. And yeah. I don't think it's ever happened before, has it? That, that you've ever had no. an animated... I can't no, because I think SpongeBob movie. did it at one point because they had they had uh, Tom Kenny and uh, in a suit. Uh, yeah, they they had them actually play themselves in an episode. But mm -hmm. you know, this is they don't look like they're animated characters, obviously. So no. yeah, somebody put thought into this, and yeah, yeah. we never and, had that cat helmsman from TAS. Oh, or yeah. yeah, it wasn't a cat. We but, did we did yeah. see Cations in Star Trek yeah. for the Voyage Home though. So that species is canon. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. Which you know, in if they showed up in his Trek show, they're they're canon. But yeah, I I looking. I think this one's the one I'm looking forward to the the most is just yeah. seeing seeing what kind of shenanigans they get into. And because Tawny and uh, I for, I forget the guy's name Jack Quaid Jack, Jack, Jack Quaid, Quaid yeah. are like like their characters yeah. on lower decks because I've seen Tawny in like uh, they did this show a comedy show on Netflix about it was like a murder mystery. And it was silly. And she acted just like her character in Lower Decks. I'm like, is she really like this? Like in person? Is this like a Bruce Willis thing? So I'm very excited for this. Minor episode. plug. Jack Quaid, I'm working on an episode of my show that features Dennis Quaid, who oh, was yeah. breaking away. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic nice. actor. A brilliant actor. Yes. What, four decades of really wonderful performances yeah yeah looking forward I'll, to that. I'll, I'll watch that for sure i'm a big fan yeah. of dennis quaid yeah yeah all right nice so rocks yeah um, i think that wraps it up we're gonna have spock say live long and prosper real quick you you live too you you yeah you, you live. live yeah that is a great delivery of a line <laughs> isn't it yeah did you see on instagram jack quaid standing in front of the television as that moment's coming up reenacting it so like, 
fourth, oh. fifth wall stuff. Yeah, yeah, this is a good one. That's, yeah, that's that correct. is true. How do we miss that? Yeah, yeah. How do we miss that? That is very because true, it's Devin. Star Wars. <laughs> hey, yeah. Whatever. You, Devin. You, Devin. Yeah, well done, Devin. Well done. Yeah. All right. So I think that wraps up this episode of the Captain's Quadrant. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Please be sure to subscribe. Please be sure to like. Please be sure to follow our good friend. This is Philip Bryan. Uh, and check out all the fun stuff he's doing on his channel. And uh, join us again next week streaming. So just keep that in mind. But with our very special guest, uh, Sean Farrick. Uh, this is going to be very exciting. And we will see you next time. See you guys. Happy birthday, Cosmic Mom. Happy birthday, Happy birthday Mom and Jason. He better oh. bought you a really good present. We'll kick his ass. She got an iPad. It's okay. <laughs>